0: up everybody what's up everybody it's another week of just a fan podcast
1: let me kill me with that soundboard
0: I <laughs> hey me, man me, look! I
1: you do. have that soundboard and it's like yeah So,
0: hey I, 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 look i love having a soundboard man but you know i think i think i need something a little bit better than this because I, I always do like the same three or four things so um, I'm investing one at some point soon. Um, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all, all ages, man, hey, look, thank you guys because we are now up to 146 subscribers. And our video from last week was the first video over 100 views. It was at 119. So thank you very, very much. All right. I am the one who they call the NFL Encyclopedia. I consider myself just a wildcat quarterback doing this thing. The one, Brandon Williams. (laughs) And to my left. You got it. You got it that time. Oh, baby, I'm getting it.
1: I'm getting it. You like doing this and that. (laughs) The
0: one from Houston, Texas, from the same city as Zero. Eric Pando 316.
1: Right, you know, I had somebody come up to me, um, and I hope they sign on tonight because they came up to me at my job and was like, I saw your little podcast, y'all don't be knowing what y'all talking about. I said, Well, come on, come on, come on the show and debate us. Hey, I guarantee you're gonna go home crying. Hey, because I like I said before, my catchphrase. You could talk about your NFL teams. You could talk about your running backs. You could talk about your wide receivers, but Pando three sixteen says I just proved you wrong.
0: Hey, let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, so hey, if you're watching us on YouTube, please hit that thumbs up like button. Okay, that helps our algorithm and let people know that hey, we do exist. Okay, if you're on if you're watching um, via Facebook, hit the like button. Or even a love button or even a laugh button, whatever, whatever make whatever floats your boat.
1: And of course, you always are welcome to come in and, and suggest topics that we discuss during the week. Um, so, and if it's good stuff, we're going to talk about it and we'll give you credit. Hey, such and such came up to us and said, well, they, they came on the Facebook page and said, hey, we should talk about XYZ. Hey, that's pretty good credit to such and such from such and such and we'll we'll call we'll send you a shout out on the show uh so we're always looking for good uh topics to discuss on the show this is completely interactive because we are just fans and just like you who are watching you're just fans too so we want to talk about football all right so let's get into the uh the meat of the the week the NFL top 100 has been released from 100 to 51. And, um, you know, we need to talk about that because there's some folk on there that I think shouldn't be on there or shouldn't be as high. There's some folks that should be higher that were in that 100 to 51. I got an issue with. And, uh, you know, but, again, this is their peers. These are the guys that are on the field with them all the time, that play against these guys, that that play with these guys. So, you know, I got to respect it a little bit. But there's some things I'm like, mm, I'm not so sure about. So let's go. Let's get into the meat of it. And again, please, by all means, uh, if if you have something to say or you feel a certain type of way about it, by all means, chime in. Say, hey, yeah, this guy should have been lower. This guy should have been higher and so on and so forth. Exactly. So Brandon, I'm going to let you go first.
0: All right. Um, OK, so let me start off with... Um... One player who I don't have a problem with and one player I do have a problem with. Um, now, there's one player plays a position, and so because he plays his position and he's on the list, that tells me that no one else um, at that position will be on the list, and that's 49ers fullback Cal Ushak. Um, 40, uh, fullbacks don't get a lot of love these days. Well, they don't even get a lot of uh, – They don't get any love. Thank you. They don't get any love. Um, their value has decreased a whole lot over um, my lifespan because fullbacks used to be big when I was a kid. You know, you used to have your Moose Johnston, you used to have your Sam Gash, your Lorenzo Neal, so forth, so on, but now... Right. So now, you look at fullbacks, it's like full what? What What's a fullback? So now, um, fullbacks are pretty much extinct, almost like dinosaurs. But Kyle Yushek is a very good um, blocking fullback for the 49ers. Um, He's so
1: much more than that, but go on.
0: um, he, he he definitely gets the job done, um, and they move him sometimes um, up close to a line of scrimmage as a like a tight end, and um, you know he can run routes and catch the ball as well. So you know he does you know a he does his job very very well, and I'm glad to see a fullback on our top 100 list. A player who I don't like seeing on the top 100 list is at number 99, and that's quarterback Kirk Cousins. Sorry, I just don't I I don't respect Kirk Cousins at all. That's just me. You don't like that. No, I think it's overrated. You don't like that? Nope. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> why, why? No. Kirk Cousins, wow. by Kirk Cousins, i even in the top 200, 300, 400, 500. Put that guy down the list. I don't like it.
1: So, just out of curiosity, do you, so do you feel like uh, Mac Jones is the way he should be? Where's Mac Jones? He was number. Hold uh, on, oh, let me see.
0: Eighty five. Nope. Don't don't like it either.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of had a problem with that one too. That's one of the ones that I had a problem with. On, no, I, and I
0: get it because look, let's let's go back to the one game to me that defines Mac Jones, and and I'm gonna say some um also about Mac Jones this come, upcoming season. Go back to that snow game with all that win against New England. He threw three passes, completing two of them, and that's all he did. That's not a quarterback, okay? Now, I will give Mac Jones a break this upcoming season because he has no offensive coordinator. I don't care who they claim to be the offensive coordinator. They don't have an offensive coordinator. I can be a better offensive coordinator. They have no receivers and tight ends who can separate, and they spend all that money on them. No. So I will give Mac Jones a break this upcoming season, but based off of last season. No.
1: Well, now y- y'all know how I feel about well, those of you who really know me you know how I feel about Mac Jones. I'm just happy that, that my team didn't draft him, even though it looked like we were going to, and I was I was like literally sick to my stomach. Uh, but uh, up until they didn't call his name. But at the same time, I got to give, again, taking off my fan hat and looking at it from an analyst standpoint, Mac Jones, he played relatively well to say he was a rookie thrown into the fire that, uh, that, that early in his career, you know, with such a prestige. I mean, you following in the footsteps of, 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 of Tom Brady here. You know, we're not talking about, you know, we're not talking about you going behind Boo Boo the Fool or somebody like that. You know, you playing behind Tom Brady, the goal. Okay, so and play he, football, huh? Play football. Wait, I'm sorry, say it. Play football. Play football. Yeah. I'm not understanding. What do what you? What are you saying?
0: Somebody coming behind Tom
1: Brady to play football. But I'm saying he did relatively well considering the fact he's a rookie, and it, he did. I think he did, it did well. I think, he did I really well. Like so I I, I can't – I don't like him. I don't want him on my team. But I think, you know, to be fair, I think he played well for his rookie season, Um, given what he had to work with. So – and that's being completely objective, you know.
0: Okay, well, then put him at 99, not 85.
1: I wouldn't have him on the countdown at all. I'm just saying. But I think he played well. If you really want to, I, I don't have him in the top 100 because I'm guaranteed that some folks that we're probably forgetting about that's not on this top 100. And Mac Jones is, I got a problem with that.
0: So, you know, what? Yeah. I, and, and and I agree with you because you know what? I would love to see at least 20 players who would have been like, let's say, 101 through 120. They'll never show that. We could because, probably come up, yeah, the honorable mentions, yeah, the honorable mentions, yeah. But give me 20 honorable mentions.
1: Like a, a prime example. I'm gonna give you a guy that just so we're talking about guys that should we talking about guys that shouldn't be or that weren't that high or whatever. Um, guys that shouldn't be. Darius Slay is at 77. Darius Slay is at 77, and Justin Simmons. Yes, I know Justin Simmons is a safety. But Justin Simmons is at 81. Justin Simmons is probably, hands down, one of the best deep ball safeties in the game right now.
0: And to me, he's better than Darius Slay.
1: Yeah, he's just hands down just talking about a football player. He's a better football player than Darius Slay. I agree. At this point in his career, Kenny Moore is better than Darius Slay. Kenny Moore is 82. I agree. I I got a problem with that. Denzel Ward is at 87.
0: Yeah, I Tim saw that. Slay. Yeah, Do I would have know. had Darius Ward. And I would have had him and Marshawn Lattimore over Darius Slay. Absolutely. Fact, I would I have hey, had Jonathan Allen over Darius Slay.
1: Yeah, and I'm just trying to, I'm talking about like like positions, you know. I
0: mean, yeah, you no, could go, you no, could go no, there no. and just, you know, but, no, but yeah. no, no, no. I'm going all over the place because now that you said it, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got Rashawn Slater over Darius Slate, and that was. Man, a really- I almost threw some at my TV, man. Darius <laughs> Slate
1: need to come down. Yeah, that's way too high. I agree. Now,
0: would I put him on the on the, the top one hundred? Eh. maybe. Eh. like I said, like I said, what I need, what I need to see is I need to see twenty honorable mentions. And then I can have a even better debate about this because I, I, there's like seven, six, seven guys we, ju- we just named who's better than Darius Slay, maybe eight. Hey, I got another one for you. C.D. Lamb.
1: And everybody knows I can't stand the Dallas Cowboys, but I'm going to call a Spade a Spade. C.D. Lamb should be hiding where he is.
0: 95? I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you, I I'll tell you but, what. Next year... If things go the way I think it will, CD Lamb is gonna get is gonna be rated much higher.
1: Yeah, and, and again, again, being completely objective, because people who really know me know how much I can't stand the Dallas Cowboys. I cannot stand them. However, however, uh bro, the kid's a baller. The kid is a baller. Uh came out of Foster High School in Richmond, uh, Texas, right down here, suburban Houston. Um uh, He's a baller, you know, and I got to call a spade a spade. You know, he's going to – that offense, and, and I dare I say it, this is coming and going out on a limb here.
0: Jameson, Jameson, I'm going to tell you something right now. A lot of our receivers – there were some receivers that have more drops than C D Lamb. I'm going to just tell yep. you that right now. Yeah. So we so we need to kill this – we need to kill this C D Lamb narrative that he has too many drops. There were receivers that have more drops than him.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, that offense is probably gonna run through him this year. Oh yeah, I really feel like it. Um, I I honestly think that, yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna that that he's gonna explode this season. Uh, well, there's one thing that that can keep him from doing it, uh, and that's Mike McCarthy's play calling. But let me, I digress. But that that's that's the one thing I think that could that could really you know yeah that, that could really hold him back uh but looking up here yeah he's he's not even and my boy who I love to death has more drops than C D lamb. Hmm. Debo Samuel Okay yeah so I mean you let's call a spade a spade, you know. And 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 Debo Sam's first team Hall of Fame. I mean, excuse me, first team All Pro. <laughs> I, I put it like this: Debo keep playing like that, he gonna get in the Hall of Fame. But, oh, yeah, of uh, of but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Keenan Allen, uh, Jamar Chase, uh, DJ Moore, Debo Samuel—they tied for third. Uh, Lamb is way. Where is he? He's kind of down here. I'm looking for. I can't even find him. He's on. I'm looking for this list: who lead the who led the league in drops. He's not even on this. You got several people that's tied.
0: And so Reginald and Jamison, just to prove y'all wrong, because Eric is looking at the list. There are a whole lot more wide receivers that have more drops than CD Lamb. Yeah. So we need to kill that narrative. People need to stop listening to Colin Cowherd and Shannon Sharp and Steve well, don't get
1: me Now nah, I listen to Shannon. But I don't know about Colin Cowherd, you
0: know, But that. but but all this narrative about CD Lamb with too many drops. Please do your research before you um before listening to everybody on on um, national media. This is why we are just a fan podcast. Yeah,
1: and and, and again, I'm being extremely objective here because. Everybody knows how much I hate Dallas. I hate them with a rabid passion. I hate Dallas more than I hate my own divisional rivals. Like if, if the Rams or the Cardinals or the Seahawks are playing Dallas, I'm rooting for them, even though it's against my own best interest. That's how much that I can't stand, <laughs> okay, the Dallas Cowboys. But being fair. Yeah, his 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 drops weren't weren't mm-mm. it wasn't it wasn't as bad as you guys think it was. So
0: um but, but but because it's the Dallas Cowboys, he's under a bigger microscope than he than it would be if he was somewhere like in Miami or if he was in uh with the let's say the Seattle Seahawks or something. Yo.
1: So uh moving on.
0: Going back to this list. I, was, I got a problem with Cordell Patterson being so high. I was going there next, but go ahead. I'm going to let you take it. Because Cordell Patterson, man, that guy was I mean, he was – outside of Kyle Pierce, he was, it was just him. It was Pitts and Patterson. Cordell Patterson and almost any other offense would not have gotten the stats that he did. If he was with the Rams, he wouldn't have got the stats he did. If he was with the 49ers, he wouldn't have got the stats he did. If he was with – the Kansas City Chiefs, he wouldn't got the stats he did. If he's in Green Bay, if he was in Buffalo, he would not have gotten the stats that he did. But because he's in Atlanta and it's him and Kyle Pitts, that's why he's able to put up the numbers he did. Nah.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm like, he was drafted originally as a wide receiver. And uh, th- this was actually said by... Um, but by, by Steve. Okay. Steve said this. And Steve, we want we need you to come back on the show, man. We know you've been busy, but we need you back on the show, bro. Um, but basically, uh, Steve was saying that, you know, he was drafted as a wide receiver. Yep. That didn't pan out. Exactly. Uh, you know, he's not quite a running back, although he can do some running back-ish things. And basically Steve called him great value Debo Samuel before Debo Samuel. Pretty much,
0: you know, actually, remember Percy Harvin? Percy Harvin to me was better, is better than Cordell Patterson, yeah. They just, uh, yeah no, one, no one can figure out how to use Percy Harvin except for Seattle, but Percy Harvin is better than Cordell Patterson,
1: yeah. So, you know, um, mm, I, I, I just don't understand how, how, how was he? Oh, my goodness, he was 73. Number- 73? Oh, come on, man. So, so you're telling me that Cordell Parison is a better than Demario Davis, Antoine Whitfield? Thank you. Come on, man.
0: Sh- He's Justice not better than Sean
1: Slater.
0: He's not better than Justice Simmons. He's not better than... James he's not better than Roquan Smith. He's not better than Shaq Bird, there's a war, Jonathan Nala, Marshawn Lattimore, Kyle Pitts... I just
1: I, I gotta I got
0: he's not better than CeeDee Lamb. He's not better than uh Jimmy Ward or Kyle Yushak.
1: Yeah, I, I just man or Leonard I, Williams. I'm like, man, come on, man. And I'm like, he had somewhat of a oh, what's the kind of way to put it? He has some some he made some headlines, give or take, this season. But I mean how long have you been in the league and you're a return man. You started out to be a receiver. You are supposed to be an alpha dog receiver when you were drafted. That didn't pan out. You you kind of made your bones as a return man. Then all of a sudden, they started mixing in rushes and stuff like that. They threw you in the backfield and everything. I would be perfectly honest about it. Like uh, last offseason when he was a free agent, he I was like interested in math at Chicago. I was like, you know what? he'd be a nice depth piece Uh, considering that we had Debo Sammy and he was doing the things he was doing in San Francisco. I was like, you know what? Debo has soft tissue issues. Like he has hammies. He, you know, he, he pulls stuff and it's like, okay, if Debo's out for two or three games, Cordero Patterson would be great for two or three games for us doing the same type of stuff. But again, the operative term is depth piece. And I'm sorry, folks, but a depth piece does not belong on the top 100.
0: And not, to, not only that, he's just a kick returner, like you say. He's a depth piece and a kick returner. Yeah.
1: Now, would I like to have him on my roster? Absolutely. I think he yeah. has value. Yes. You know, because, you know, we're in, this, we're in this day and age where. If you don't completely just slurp up somebody, then you automatically being a hater. You saying they trash. We're not saying that. We're just saying that he's not. He shouldn't be on the top 100, especially where he's placed and there's players below him that are way better overall football yeah. players. Thank you. That that's the thing. Like I like Cordero Patterson, but top 100? No, sir. No. This is supposed to be the top 100. That's mean. That's the elite. The best yes, of the sir. best. Not it. not the, just the, he's nice. <laughs> you know no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So you know, I, I, when I saw that, I was, about to throw something at my TV again. I was like, man, if you don't get show, you know, like how the kids say, you don't get show. You know, I was like, bro. You know. uh, So let me see. You had Buddha Baker. 67. And 67, who I think should be a top 50 player.
0: I think well, – and I know, I know I'm going to be called a homer because I'm a Cowboys fan, but I think Zach Martin should be top um, 50 player as well. He's the best interior offensive lineman in the NFL. Yeah, I, I, I,
1: I'm not going to argue with you on that one. Um, but, you know, I, I um, there is just so many. Um, I can't stand him, but Russell, Wish, Russell Wilson should be a top 50. Thank you. You know, I mean it is just so it's so many guys on this list that I'm like, really? Really?
0: That's that's what y'all think about your peers. Like, really? And the thing, and the thing about this, that this is gonna really make our show um even more debatable next week when we find out the top not, fifty. Well, we're not I don't think we'll find out the um, entire top fifty next week. We're gonna With find out week. Yeah. Um See, the next
1: 10 is the next 20, I'm trying to remember.
0: I think it's the next, I want to say 30. Uh
1: 50 to 31.
0: 50 to 31. Okay.
1: 50 to 31, but wait a minute, they come back and they go 30 to 21 by the end of that same night. So they're going 50 to 21. Okay. Uh on the 21st and yes. then on the 28th, they're going uh 20 to 1. Okay. So the top oh. 20 is Sunday the 28th. Which right. I have a fantasy draft going on at the same time this stuff is going
0: on. So, but, so, so, so basically, that's going to make our show even way more debatable next week because we're going to be able to see some of those players that should be on maybe on the back end of, of the top fifty versus the top end of the top he- top um half of the top fifty. Yeah, yeah, uh,
1: but that that's so many. It's kind of hard to argue it. Excuse me. Sorry, I do a long day work today. It's kind of hard to argue um, because, again, these are their peers. This is not sports writers. This is not
0: you know, you call Cal Herds or
1: you Skip Bayless or any of these guys. These are the guys that, you know, they go toe-to-toe with these guys every Sunday or they're on their teams. And it's like, hey, man, I, I practice with this guy every day. I watch him, man. This dude is a monster. So, you know, that, that takes the air out of the ball a little bit because – I know the people I work with. <laughs> you know, I know that I know their worth because I, I know where this is going. Huh?
0: I know what this is going.
1: But I'm just saying, it, it, you know, that's like if somebody from the outside of where I work comes in and says, oh, this person is da 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 and they're not this and they're not that, and they're not this. And, and I'm like, I work with this dude every day. How you gonna tell me? Right, it's like exactly. somebody coming in your house talking about one of your family members, what they this and they that another. You live with them. You know, uh, another one, DeForest Buckner is a little low. Where's he at? 66, man. Nah. Yeah, DeForest Buckner, man. Come on. Um, I'm really interested to see what other defensive tackles they're going to have above him. You know, because.
0: Well, they have Jeffrey Simmons in front of him right now.
1: Which I think is a crime.
0: And Jefferson was, um, really has gotten better over the last couple of years, especially because um, his rookie year—he I think he missed the entire rookie year due to injury from Kyle. not disputing it. Not disputing no, 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 I'm not saying. I'm not saying. That. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, you know, he's getting better, but he right now he because of the lack of experience, he's not better than Buckner.
1: As I say, Buckner has been doing it at a high level for longer. That that's that's the thing for me, right. You know, even on some, he's been on some bad teams and still been like a Pro Bowl. <laughs> it's like that, that jumps out when you're on a bad team and you're still like, God, I man, look at that guy. Man, he's going, he's going off. You know, you, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, this guy's going off. This guy's doing this. This guy's doing that. And they're on a good team. You're on a team that's, you know, uh, plus, plus 10 wins every year, you know, 10 plus wins every year. That's easy to say. But when you when you got a guy who's been on some bad teams and still like, you know, making highlight reels every week. That's impressive. Oh yeah. So, you know, I I that's where I have uh DeForest Buckner, you know, and I think he's way too low. Way too low on the list. You know, uh I think Tyron Matthews right where he should be because he's kind of taking a step back right from from well, the Honey Badger days. Um but, um, you know, he's still, again, one of the top 100 players in the league. He still is. Uh, and he's going – that that Saints defense was already good before he got there. He's going to make it better.
0: Oh, yeah. And um, I love that secondary. But um, let me ask you a question. What do you think about uh, Matt Judon? Where is he, where is he right? What, what number was he at? My Judon is at
1: 52. I don't know. That's pushing it. I agree. I have him in that, uh,
0: that 50,
1: maybe that 40 to 60 range somewhere. So he's kind of right where he should be. Okay. I have him there because I, I think he's a great player. Um, He's mid-range. Let's so okay. say 40 to 60. So if he's 52, then okay. I think Mike Evans shouldn't be fifty three.
0: <laughs> I don't think James <laughs> Connor should be eighty, huh? I don't think James Connor should be eighty.
1: I have I don't. Know, do you think he should be higher? I don't think he should be on the list. Okay, so we we on the same page there.
0: Because I was like, James, Con-. folks, there I'm are some James names, like, and, I, and 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 I should have mentioned earlier, but James Connor at eighty. No, no. James Conner's not 80. James Conner is out. See, that's what I'm saying. I need to – I wish they did a 20 honorable mention. You don't have to say much. Just drop a list, put it out there on social media, put it on your NFL.com, and make it debatable. They could have showed the list for 10 seconds on NFL Network.
1: That would have started even more debate. That that's the purpose of it. Yeah. And 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 I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Let's talk about it. That's I'm the type of guys like, hey, let's talk about it. You know, yeah. So yeah, I hey man, it is what it is. So the um, I think that should be an honorable mention because they when they started the show for those of you who watched when they started the show they basically. Uh, said well, Gronk retired, so he's not on the list. So, because Gronk retired, we put in use check on him at 100. So, they were basically saying Gronk was supposed to be 100. Gronkowski,
0: I messed that part,
1: yeah. When I, mean, I, I caught it when it first came on, so they was like, Yeah, I top 100. He decided to go to the house, and so we're gonna have. So, basically, they were saying Kyle use check was one on one.
0: That's cold,
1: yeah. And, and you know, not to sound like a homer, but Kyle Ushek is so much more than a fullback. He is so much more. In fact, he's underutilized by Kyle Shanahan. This is a guy that can basically be a third down back. He can play tight end and he can lead block as a full as a traditional fullback back. He's he's so much more than just a fullback. He's capable of doing all those things. Um, he can split wide and run routes. Like, he is an offensive weapon. Some of you guys who are Baltimore fans, y'all know what I'm talking about. Now, he didn't get used right in Baltimore either, but we're not going to go there. But usually is, is capable of so many other things. What and, is it with coaches
0: not knowing how to use players?
1: There's so many underutilized guys, and, you know, some of them just, oh, I'm going to stick with my, you know, my tried and true. And you got some guys that are on the bench that are like, hey, you gotta get this guy involved. He, you can't. He, he's not gonna be your alpha dog or whatever like that. But he can give you a spark here and there. Those role players and good Thank coaches. You. Good coaches know how to find those those guys. One, first of all, find them. Yes. Second of all, use them when you find them. Thank you. I can't stand seeing good players being on the bench. And, and are not getting utilized. Like, there's a weapon right there that the defense has not game plan for because they don't know a whole lot about it. You Thank can slide you. him in there and, and make hey, you know. And I, you know, not going in, into detail about that. There's some players on my team that's like that. I'm like, what is Kyle Shanahan doing? You know, like, use this guy. This guy is, the, the, you know, he goes out there and he flashes and it's like, Okay, that
0: was, that was good. But and you know why are they not using this
1: guy more?
0: You know, that's the thing. Sometimes you can like I said, he flashed. So sometimes you put those flash players out there, they might make a quick splash play. And that can really, like you said, because they didn't game plan them, that can um tilt the game, that can tilt the game more in your favor, especially if you're playing a very difficult team or a team that's like evenly matched with you. If you up by seven points and you have the ball and You put that flash player out there, he might make that splash play, and now you're up by 14.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. Um, it's it's um, it's a shame to see them get beyond the utilized like that. So, moving on to our next topic, we're talking about um, it was brought up this week where we were talking about uh, in our Little messenger group. We talk all week long, guys. We bring you the show on Tuesdays, but we talk all week long about football. We are football geeks. Um playing your starters too much in preseason. Uh we have just it's just week one of the preseason, and we have had uh we, we have had a plethora of high profile injuries. Uh, this just this week, and it's it begs you know, it begs the question okay, you want your starters to get reps because you don't want them to get too rusty. Um, then you have some coaches that just play completely safe. Nope, I ain't playing none of my starters. Nope, not at all. They're not playing till week one. Forget it, but
0: you know, what? But, you know but you know what, the, you know what, some teams have done now, they have done scrimmages versus those some of those upcoming teams that they're supposed to play in the preseason. And what they do is they play their starters in those scrimmages versus the preseason. You're talking about, like joint, you're talking
1: about joint practices, right?
0: Yeah, joint practices, thank you. Joint practices. And then... What's up
1: today? I think it was like the Patriots. And who else? Somebody got in a big fight?
0: Okay, so I missed that because I've been busy all day, so I know I missed that. But, like... what you tell you? I'm sorry. But, but like... uh. Last week, Dallas and Denver did a uh, did a uh, joint practice before they did a preseason game. So guys like Dak, Zeke, C D Lamb, they were out there, but they weren't they're not gonna be out there for the preseason game. And and I actually like that idea. Well, here's the thing.
1: You can get injured just as fast in those those joint practices as you could in the game. Now I know That's they're not hitting like they used
0: to. Yeah. Correct. They will protect your quarterback a little bit faster in those joint This is true with a preseason.
1: This is true. Uh, you know, we just found out you know Malcolm Butler's out for the year uh with an injury. Um uh the dolphins 20. just lost cornerback Trill Williams for the year with an ACL. 20. The Cleveland Browns lost their first and second string center for an ACL. Torn ACLs and JC Treder just sitting at home on the couch. I bet you y'all are gonna call me. You know, so, you know, and then the the highest profile injury. Well, let me back up. Jimmy Ward, uh, the free safety, who I think is a fringe pro bowler for the 49ers. uh, He's out with a hamstring and is doubtful for week one. There's still two more, two, three more weeks before week one. But, you know, he's already listed as doubtful because of that hamstring. Yep. And, And then the biggest, most high profile uh, uh, injury that we had was Zach Wilson going down. Fortunately for him, it was just a torn meniscus. He's gonna be out for a couple of weeks, he might be ready to go week one or two. It's not, it's, career, it's not season ending. But my god, can you imagine how Jets fans just
0: held their breath for days until they found out what the injury really was? You know what? There's one injury we still haven't really found out too much about. And they said because it's taking a long time for that swelling to go down. A Tampa Bay Buccaneers sent to Ryan Jensen. They have yet to say something.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and again, so, you know, the conversation is, you know, what do you do about your starters? Because, again, some coaches are like, you know what? This guy is good enough. He don't need to play at all in the preseason. I need Thank him week you. one. Like, uh, for example, uh, Trent Williams, who is the best offensive lineman, and and he better be in the top twenty, in his one hundred. But Trent Williams, who's a part of the ninety nine club in Madden, uh, has not played a snap in the preseason, and they did okay. that on purpose. He's like, nope, no sir. We know what you can do. You, mm mm, mm-mm, come sit down. Mm-mm. And I don't blame them. You know, I do not blame the coaches for that. You know, you have some players that are so high valued, it's like you are not playing. If you want to take a break at practice, you can. We know what you're capable of. And you know, that's kind of the philosophy. Especially you remember those rash of injuries that happened in 2020? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, guy you had man, uh, if you was a, a guy that was on a practice squad and got released, you had a chance to play in 2020. There yeah, was so well,
0: many well the um the pandemic shut everything down so um players' muscles were not the same.
1: Yeah, they didn't get to have a real true uh training camp like they wanted to, but
0: off season period. You didn't have yeah, you didn't have your rookie mini camps, which is always fresh after you draft players, you didn't have your um your OTAs, you didn't have your mandatory mini camps, and you didn't have a true training camp. So, yes, players injuries were just happening left and right, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just like,
1: you know, um, It is. I don't know exactly what the correct answer is for this because you're going to risk injury in the preseason, but you don't want to get those injuries in the preseason, especially to your your, your top guys. You know, you had some teams that went out there that started their game. They're like, not now, not now. I'm going to talk country. Not now. One of their starters went out there. Not now when they was all in sweats, had their caps on, you know, had their little hoodies on and like eating sunflower seeds on the sideline. Cause you know, and I don't even blame these coaches, but on the, the same token, I don't blame these coaches that play their starters. So especially your newer coaches, I just got the job here. I really need to see who's doing what, uh, so I can make an evaluation, you know, um, I can't – like the Giants, I think the Giants started a lot of the – yeah, Saquon Barkley out there for for a couple of series. Yes. Uh, Daniel Jones was out there. Look, Daniel Jones needs to be out there. No, Daniel Jones needs to be – man, don't get me started talking about Daniel Jones. We talked about what the biggest needs for every team early this year. Giants' biggest
0: need is quarterback. Look, Daniel Jones, when he throws passes, he throws passes to the sideline and still can't hit nobody over there. And you know there's a whole bunch of people on the sideline. He misses now, everyone on the sideline.
1: No, I did not watch that game. But from what I'm understanding, he had a decent game. That's what I'm hearing. He had a what? decent. game. now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Again, I'm I'm being objective as I can be. The Pats had that second team defense. Out there. Oh, never mind. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, we only talk about the Pats. Well, Quarter. How Matt Patricia is the
0: offensive. <laughs> look look let me say something baltimore ravens need an offensive coordinator new england patriots need an offensive coordinator you you stirring the pot ain't you i i i'm i'm the guy i'm the guy make make me offensive coordinator i'm telling you right now i'm getting i'm getting my own offense finalized i got my formations i need to um get my terminology and my um plays together and i'm ready to be oc New England, Baltimore, call me this coming off season to be OC, baby. And, and you know,
1: Belichick is known for his reclamation projects. Uh, for you'll have, you'll, people, the NFL has not figured this out yet. They will look at New England, and they, in a heartbeat, they will snatch one of the coordinators, from New England. They'll go to another team. They will fail miserably, get Thank fired, you. and Bill's like, "Come on, son, come on." It's like the prodigal son in the Bible. It's like, "That's all right. This is always home." Come on. He did it with Josh McDaniels. Yes. He did it with Matt Patricia. Yes. And it's like he always brings his guys back. He's like, you know, he's loyal to his guys.
0: Yes, he but is.
1: This particular instance, you bringing Matt Patricia back to do something that he does not do well. Man Patricia is a defensive coordinator,
0: and you got him calling
1: plays. If I'm Mac Jones, I'm going on strike.
0: <laughs> oh no, but trust me, Mac Jones is upset. He really is upset. He's like, Look, I have no ground game. My wide receivers and tight ends can't get open. He's frustrated. He's frustrated up there in New England.
1: And a good offensive coordinator would know how to scheme those things open. Well, he needed to do something.
0: No, listen. What, what I just say earlier in the show. The receivers and tight ends cannot separate at all. And they are the most expensive wide receiver tight end combination in the NFL. Do tell. They cannot separate. I said, man, shoot, I can go out there and cover them.
1: I want to say, I pay money to see that. I I really.
0: want me to go cover one of them?
1: Yeah, I want to go see, go go ahead and get impressed against, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess Kendrick uh, Bourne. Yeah, I, I I guess uh,
0: what's the to- name, Devontae Parker? Yes, sir.
1: Kendrick Bourne. I would love to see that because
0: man, hey, I today, I have a big old
1: bucket of popcorn. And- <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Nah, Brandon, you said you, <laughs> you said you covered. No, get off the ground. Get off the ground. No, don't grab your
0: knee. Now, no, I don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm gonna press some guys at the line of scrimmage, baby. Okay, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a like Eric Glenn, baby.
1: Okay. I bet. But get but that's one of the reasons why we were talking about uh in previous weeks when we did our, our divisional previews, we picked the, the Patriots to possibly be last place. You have a defensive coordinator calling offensive plays who's made his bones as a defensive coordinator.
0: Thank you. But and the thing about it is though, the, the per the per the per person who might be running the defense is Gerard Mayo. I don't really, you know, you so him? yeah, I
1: do remember him linebacker. But my my question is as we get ready to close out this, this really short show we got tonight is going into this season, name coaches do you think are going to be on the hot seat? Like, if they don't have a good season,
0: they, Mike might, McCar- they don't well, the outside team. of Mike McCarthy.
1: Okay, so Mike McCarthy. So let's let's go ahead and talk about him for a second.
0: Um oh uh Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Hold
1: on. Hot seat coaches.
0: I know, I know. Um okay, so NFC East, NFC the North. They got a new head coach. Uh he's in the second year. He's a first year coach. Okay, NFC South. Tampa Bay, New Orleans.
1: Fine. Those are fine.
0: Atlanta. Okay, so scratch that. NFC West, San Francisco, Rams. Should Pete to... Carroll be on the hot seat? Who? Should Pete Carroll be on the hot seat? Absolutely. I Okay, good. I agree with you. Because Absolutely. I'm going to say something and, right now. this could Pete be so his awesome.
1: could... Now, what I think they're going to do is that Pete's going to they gonna get let him ride off into the sunset because this season is gonna be disastrous for Seattle. Yeah, it is. So, with the NFC best over the, you know, you got Baby Yoda running around with his juice box and his animal crackers throwing balls, and we actually have those worst shots fired. We actually have a quarterback who, likes to in San Francisco, there's a there's a quarterback that actually throws the ball past 15 yards in 2020. Uh, and then, of course, you had a Super Bowl champions in that division too. So this well, is going. That Seattle going to get that Seattle's about to get skull drug, and I think they're going to they're going to graciously allow Pete Carroll to bow out
0: no, and, and, and retire
1: and not you really
0: fire him. You know who else should be on the hot seat, but probably won't be on the hot seat. Who's that? Cliff Kingsbury.
1: Yeah, I'm going to leave that alone until, until about midseason. And then you're going to see me go off because I don't think – I think Cliff Kingsbury slid into that job and really – I mean, l- look at him when he was at Texas Tech. I, you ain't got to tell me. He had Pat Mah- Come on, man. I want to see Cliff Kingsbury coach a team that doesn't have a whole lot around him. And this year might be the year that he had not, does not have a whole lot around him. Look, to see. let's see what he's going to do. They're gonna be
0: exposed to the first six games. I want All to see right. him get
1: exposed, yeah,
0: and see well, how he how
1: he handles. Are you gonna sink or swim, Cliff? You know, but yeah. so uh, Mike McCarthy, Matt I mean, Rule. What's
0: going to happen with Bill Belichick at the end of the season?
1: That's another one. I think they're gonna let him like
0: ride off into know, the sunset.
1: Ride off into the sunset. Now, be like it'd be like, they, oh, okay, okay, okay. This man okay. did one. How many Super Bowls? You better treat him with class and dignity and not fire him. You better be like, hey, I'm going to just hand off right here. To, let me, okay,
0: Patricia over here. Now, new and, uh, question. Who retires first, Pete Carroll or Bill Belichick? You think he'll retire the same time? No. At the end of the season? No.
1: At the end of the season? That's what no. I think. No. You think Bill ain't going to let it go? He going to be like Emperor? You know, my, my nickname for Bill Belichick is Emperor Palpatine Belichick. For those of you who are Star Wars fans, he when he put that hood on, he looked just like the Emperor on Star Wars. Use your aggressive feelings, boy, and your journey toward the dark side will be complete. Yeah, that's him. But if there isn't somebody who
0: wouldn't let go, it would be Bill. It would be Bill. Is is Houston going to be nice to love you, Smith?
1: You know what? I have nothing but contempt for the Houston, Texas organization, so... You know, and I, and no, I do not think at all that they're gonna be fair with him at all. And he has a potential to build something nice over there. He's got a few good players over there, mm-hmm. but I think they're going to stonewall him and keep him from being as successful as he could be as a head coach. I do. No, I mean- I, now is he on a hot seat this season? No, I know he's not. But but keep your eyes open. And I felt I, I was happy and sad at the same time when Lovey Smith got that job. I, I agree. My I God. agree. I was like, man, I'm so glad he's back to being a head coach. You were talking about a coach that that won an NFC championship and and could have won a Super Bowl, but but Peyton Manning. So I mean, he's 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 I was happy when he got that job, and I'm like, the organization that he got the job for. And I'm just like, God bless it. I know,
0: I know. I'm like, I know. Oh man. I know.
1: You know, so I mean, look how fast they got rid of uh 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 the coach they just got rid of. He was there, what, a year? Uh Not Bill
0: O'Brien. Um, no,
1: no, oh god, Bill O'Brien should have been shot into a fire uh rocket ship into the sun years ago. No, um, the guy right after Bill O'Brien.
0: I know who you're talking about. I know exactly. I can't think yeah.
1: of his name. Uh but exactly. We can't remember his name. You know why? Because he wasn't there that long. He wasn't there that long, he didn't even get a chance to build.
0: Man,
1: that's what type of trash organization that the Houston Texans are, Matter and, fact, and, and more than just that, but for other reasons too that I'm not gonna get into. But I don't have anything but contempt. I know people down here in Houston that were Houston Texans fans,
0: and they have oh, David Cullen, David Cullen,
1: yeah. I mean, he was basically a lame, uh, he's a lame duck coach. He you know, was. he's going to throw you out there until we find something. Okay, we're going to do Lovey. We we're going to sacrifice Lovey Smith on the altar of 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 the Texans. That's what we're going to do. You got more players wanting to leave Houston than want to come in Houston. I don't blame them. Prime example. I'm watching the I caught I caught part of the Saints texas game on TV. Normally that is a packed stadium. Even in preseason it's packed normally for that game. I have been to high school football, JV high school football games, Brandon, that have had more people, more butts in the seats than that Saints-Texas game. Oops. And that's usually a huge game because there are so many New Orleans transplants who live in Houston. So when the Saints play the Texas, that stadium is packed in, whether it's regular season or preseason. That stadium was, you could hear a mouse peeing on cotton in there. Okay, like Houston's got to do something to, to rebuild a cash, and they, and they do, they are in dire straits right now. And I feel terrible for Lovey Smith. And I know I I'm going off on a rant here, but go ahead. But I mean, Lovey Smith is in a bad place, he's not going to be on the hot seat. But then again, we don't know based on how dysfunctional the Texas organization is.
0: Yeah, because you know, he what? could be on the hot seat.
1: You
0: know what? They could be changing head coach every year.
1: It's possible. Well, who was that team that was doing that all the time? Was that that wasn't Detroit? Who was that? That it was, was Cleveland. Cleveland, like every year or two, they changed the coaches. Cleveland? Yeah. yeah, it was it was god awful. It was god awful.
0: And now you know, not, not hold on, hold on. Not only was Cleveland changing head coaches, they were changing quarterbacks, offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, head coaches, and general managers. It was terrible. And they went through two owners. In the middle of all that. And when I
1: tell you that the Houston Texans are by far this year will be the most dysfunctional organization in, in history. history. Well, I don't, in I don't, history. I'm not going go to go that far. But uh, this year, worse? this year, yes. Who's worse? Historically? Yes. Oh, man. Uh, Brown's gone brown.
0: No. You know. Houston, Houston is worse than Cleveland.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got something to back that up with. I mean, you know,
0: because yes, Cleveland lost a lot of games. Yes, Cleveland um, made a lot of changes on the coaching staff, but Houston, like you said, the players don't eat just they just get out of there. They and and Houston will draft good players, and those good play. Matter of fact, I tell you what. Here's here's my top argument. The quietest player, one of the quietest players in NFL history hates that organization to death and he played for them. Andre Johnson. And he's a and he's a borderline hall of famer.
1: There's a there's a lot of players that I mean, you got JJ White, who was the adopted son of Houston, Texas. I know. Who was like, yeah, get me out of here. I'm requesting a trade. Yeah. And it's like,
0: oh, Desha- yes. Deshaun Watson, Like, Houston, I don't
1: want to play for you anymore. Houston
0: of all time is worse than Cleveland. I'm sorry, at least, at least like I can say, Cleveland didn't draft. Okay, me I'm before. gonna throw a
1: question at you who drafted worse? Which which organization Cleveland? drafted worse? Cleveland? Okay, because I'm sorry,
0: you give me, you talk about Johnny Manziel. Let me give you something, at least Joe Thomas was at least willing to stay in Cleveland, yeah. Everybody else wants to leave Houston.
1: Yeah, and and that, and that, that's that's the organization's fault for hiring a, an idiot like Bill O'Brien. So, so you know,
0: yeah, it's. Um, I got one more coach for you, even though he probably won't be on the hot seat yet. Okay, Chargers head coach Brandon Staley. This soon? Why not?
1: this soon. He probably won't be. I think, okay, I understand why you're saying that. I, I understand why you're saying that. You're saying that basically uh, he has a lot to work with, and he better show and prove. I think that's is that is that where you're going? Yeah. Because he does have a lot to work with, and he's like he okay, you, he's in that you better type of yeah category. Yes. I don't think it's, I don't think, like you said, I don't think he's going to be in a hot seat. Right. But I can see how, hey, we watching. We can get you this, this, and this. You have this to work with. Uh, yeah. So, oh, dog, the only pushback I got
0: with the Bears is I think Cleveland and Houston are worse than Chicago. Yeah.
1: I, I tend to agree.
0: And Chicago only fell after stupidly fired Lovey Smith. Yeah.
1: And that, thats when that's when the decline happened. Because Chicago was actually making hay for a little while. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. But, but yeah, they—it's Chicago's not. I wouldn't call them. Put I wouldn't put them in the same category as, as a Houston no. or Cleveland. No. I wouldn't put Cleveland in the same category as old Cleveland. You know, yeah, they are they having problems right now. Yes, but they tend to handle business a little bit better. Uh, the postseason, then he might get the boot. Now, which L.A. team what are we talking
0: about? Are you talking about the talking Chargers? About the charges. I think he's talking about the Chargers. So,
1: so, so the, the comment is what? Well, put it back up, Brandon. So the comment reads. I
0: like, the Chargers safe. He just won the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, if L.A. if, if LA don't go to the postseason uh, this season, he might get the boot. Might not last six games into 2023. Okay, so are you saying he's going to get the boot at the end of this season, or are you saying he's going to be on the hot seat starting next season? Because that, that was kind of a, a a broad statement that you made. So uh, if don't you can come back right. with that walk If the come Chargers don't make
0: it to the postseason this year, he might need to get the boot. That means next year, if they don't make the playoffs this year, then he may not last six games next year.
1: They need to – they are going to have to be in the conversation. Okay, thank you, What Was it? Walt dog one, two, three, four. Thank you so much for the yeah. comment. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, he's gonna have to at least get in the playoffs. Yes. Instead of oh god, the debacle last year. Um, he's going to get the, in the playoffs.
0: Division's tough,
1: and he's in the toughest division. Yes.
0: Oh, look who said it. What? Say it again.
1: Say what? Say it again. Say what again? It again. Say what again? It again. Say
0: what again? It again. Okay, that's. You know what? It. You Eric, said say
1: it again. I said it playing. again.
0: Stop playing. Say what again? Say what again. Say what you said. Say what again? It again. What? You know what? What? When this show's, when this show's over, with what? I'm gonna clip that little piece you just said, and I'm gonna what? send it to you. What? I'm gonna send it to you. What? I have a boo button on here. What? You lucky? What? So anyway, the
1: Chargers are in a very tough division, and um, y- you you got
0: gunslingers. All right, let me tell y'all something. This man Eric said that the AFC West is the toughest division. I know y'all heard that. Now. A couple of weeks ago, he wants to sit there and say, I never said a no. word. I no, said, no, 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 Debatably. No no, 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 no. You can go back. No, no. You, you not can go back the footage. It. I said, Debatable. No, no. You said just now that that was the toughest division in the NFL when you used to say a couple of weeks ago that that was debatable, and you know it. Okay, so
1: Walt Dog one two three four says, uh, "Chargers in Kansas City will fight for the one and two spots. Las Vegas can sneak into the two spot if they're lucky. Denver will be dead last." I disagree with that. It's too soon to tell. All four of those teams are loaded. Walt Dog, yes, and and, and when we did our preview of the AFC West, we, we talked to about,
0: the show. we
1: talked, we talked about how it could go anyway. All of those teams are good enough. Yes, okay. Yes. You look at the quarterback play. As a matter of fact, if you want to talk about quarterback play, you really want to rank that division, like the Chargers are last. And they still got a really good quarterback. (laughs) And they have the worst quarterback, and he's still
0: better than most quarterbacks in other divisions. (laughs) And 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 he's the worst in that division. Because Mahomes is like here. Wilson is here. Carter is not far behind. There you go. Exactly, and then Herbert's at four in fourth place, like you said, Herbert's better than ninety percent of quarterbacks in the NFL. Thank you. So that those quarterbacks, like, so they're like one, two, three quarterbacks. The
1: hot, the hot, the hot seat topic. Yeah, Brandon Staley, he's gonna have to show and
0: prove because he's he's got what he needs to be successful. Like guess what? Not only does he got what he need, he added more because they brought in Khalil Mack. They brought in absolutely. Uh, what was it? Uh... Was it J.C. Jackson at corner? They brought it. You know what I'm saying. You still so have,
1: uh, you still have uh, got the safety. Oh, since my Darren James. Darren James at safety. You know, you got a pass rush. You got a secondary, and then yeah. you got a quarterback that can sling it all over the yard. Thank you. And a decent running With game. Two receivers. Yeah, and a decent running game. So yes. yeah, uh, to to so Walt Dog one two three four to to address what you're saying there is a legitimate chance that they could win that division, and there's a legitimate chance they could be fourth in that division thank you. <laughs> just as easy. Yeah. It's, o- it's going to be over Brandon Staley, so agreeing with you about Brandon Staley on that one because whew, if you can't win with that, man, what you going to do? And then also, you got the rest of the AFC to continue. When you're talking about Buffalo, you're talking about um,
0: Baltimore Cincinnati.
1: Baltimore and Cincinnati. You know, Hey, man. And if this thing sticks with Deshaun Watson six games, and and uh, uh uh, God, the guy's name oh slips my mind. I'm in the middle of talking. I tell you what, uh, the the backup the backup in Cleveland. He can if he can keep it afloat for those two, um, six Jacob games. Brissett, thank you, Jacoby Brissett can keep it afloat for those, for four of those six games. And Deshaun Watson comes
0: back. Now
1: you got to deal with Cleveland.
0: Okay, now, I'm about to push back on you, what, Dog. Wilson is nowhere near a pretender. What? Russell Wilson did everything in Seattle after the Legion of Boom was gone. You about he to was, see how much for a pretender he, he is. He had two you receivers. Better get you better get him, him. offense. He had no offensive line, no ground game. It was Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf, and that was it.
1: All I'm saying is, you about to see how much of a of, of, of a loss Russell Wilson is in Seattle when you see how thank Seattle you. looks this year. Thank you.
0: They talk if about he's a pretender, Locked then they Gino should still Smith. be
1: winning team. They should still be on top of the NFC, NFC West, and they are not thank gonna be. Thank you. They're not gonna be Russell Wilson. They got Drew Lock. Geno Smith. I don't need to say nothing else.
0: Geno Smith.
1: Geno Smith. And Geno Smith. Thank you. If Russell Wilson is a pretender. Then the CLC Hawks ought to win 10 plus games this year, and they not. Thank you. They so be, be me. With five games. You gotta miss me with the BS. I ducked. You gotta miss me with that BS. I had to, oh,
0: ooh, sir. That was oh, small. Russell yeah. Wilson is way better than you think. Walt Dog one, two, three, four. Sorry. No, miss me with that.
1: Dilver just became a contender by having Russell Wilson Thank on you. that roster. Thank you. And also, you need to watch the Denver Broncos because the Denver Broncos are way more than Tim Patrick. Cortland Sutton.
0: They didn't get Gary anywhere. Oh, 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 they didn't get anywhere because, like I said, they had no offensive line, no ground game, and not much on defense. Your de- Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
1: Oh, oh. I'm trying to figure out what he's asking. How far did they get? The season ain't been played yet, so what are you talking oh, about? I'm talking about you know, he must be talking about from, like, last year. Oh, you're talking about last year? Yeah, though. Okay, well, they
0: don't have an offensive line. That's what. That's what I'm saying. Now, Russell Wilson line, still put up top notch. No numbers. Brown game and Burley at defense. And
1: Russell Wilson still put up top notch numbers. And also, you played in the toughest doggone division in the NFC. You had Thank the you. Super Bowl champions come out of that division. You had two teams in that division in the NFC Championship.
0: Thank you.
1: So, Riddle me this, Batman. How was they supposed to do that with no offensive line? When both teams had a great uh, pass rush. I Thank wait. You. Oh, we got to sign off. I'm sorry. You sit up here, you talk about Russell Wilson like he ain't nobody. But uh, guess what? Pando 316 just proved you wrong. Man, come coming here and talk about Russell Wilson as a pretender. This man is a borderline, uh, he's borderline a, a, a hall of famer. And I don't even like him like that. But you're not finna to besmirch that man's name like that. Come on, bro. Say somebody's a pretender that that didn't play one or two years. We can say Mac Jones might be a pretender because we don't know. We can say the boy in 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 I want to say San Diego, but LA is a pretender because he hadn't played that long. We might be able to say that. Don't say that about Russell Wilson. Thank you. That is that is just that's just slander. That's slander. And there I said he made DJ, uh, uh DK, Lock, uh, DK Metcalf and 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 Lockett what they are. I guarantee Uh-oh. you they're not gonna put up those type of numbers with Drew Lock. I guarantee you. It, we out of time. Got me fired up in here going, talking, talking. I don't even like Russell Wilson like that, but you're not finna slander that man like that. No. Oh, this has been just a fan podcast. You got to be a fool to think Seattle is cool. Well, no, no, put that back up there. I'm You know what? I got time tonight. Come on, put that back up there. I got time tonight. As we you got to be a fool to think Seattle Seattle's competing. Seattle is tanking. No, 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 Seattle no, 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 no. What you got? No, no, no. They're, you they're They can't compete. It's not that they not trying to compete. They can't compete. They never had a really good offensive line. They didn't do anything to strengthen it. And then they just lost their future Hall of Fame quarterback. Thank you. And their defense
0: is nothing that um, I'm trying to do. defensive quarterback is now in LA. See Seattle has no pass rush either. So, so I'm gonna give you this. Yeah, they 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 take
1: it because they don't have a choice. They take it because they ain't got a choice. They know what they up against the rest, this, the rest of this division. They don't even bring up Arizona. You need to bring up the two big dogs in the doggone division: San Francisco and L.A. So this has been just a fan podcast. Don't come on our show with no foolishness. But we do encourage your. Uh, we do encourage your. Uh, we encourage your comments there. Thank you, one dog, one, two, three, four. It's all love, baby. But you're wrong. Um, Oh, please. please and, like in hold
0: on. Slow us, slow that, slow that. Eric, calm down. Calm down. I got this, okay? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, thank you for listening to Just a Fan podcast. Thank you, especially for last week's show with the 100 plus views. We really, really. Appreciate that a whole lot. Trust us. Okay. Um, we'll be back next Tuesday, same time, same place. Sorry, it took a little bit longer tonight because we had technical difficulties for some odd reason, but we're gonna get we're gonna get that ironed out. Um right now we're live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Listen to us on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. All right, this has been Brandon. Wonder who they call the NFL encyclopedia. That's Eric Pando 316. Right,
1: that man said that Russell Wilson was a pretty.
0: Your man is out, and guess what? So am I. Peace. Good night, everybody. That man.